This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Center. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. This is episode 153, part two. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, we're back here at financesonline.com. And so now they have a section here. It's statistics on data created every day with a table of contents here. And we're going to look at this. This is internet by data in 2020, data growth in 2021, and data statistics for the future. Now let's just go down this list a bit. I, I really want you to have a solid understanding of, of what we're talking about here. Again, it's like me breaking down Coral Gables, Florida for you, a real life smart city. I don't want to just talk about this stuff in abstractions. I want to break it down for you. I want to peel back the layers of the onion. I want to pull the curtain back and show you the real Wizard of Oz, show you how all this stuff works, folks. It's just like when we break down these companies and I find all the investors and then I show you their connections with the CIA and how all these folks like Peter Thiel and others are just government, you know, state-owned front men, just oligarchs, puppets of the system. We're going to do the same thing here. Uh, before we get into chat, GPT. And uh, all this technology that's supposed to rule over us and govern us and track us and manage us, uh, we're going to allow this system to do this. Well, where does all the data go? How big is it? Can they actually do it? Can it actually be done? Let's look. Internet by data in 2020. It says, how much data is created every day in 2020? In this section, we will explore the amount of data people on the internet generated in those 365 days. Previous estimates said that all data in 2020 could reach 44 zettabytes. We talked about that in the last uh, segment. This figure is likely to be amplified due to the coronavirus pandemic, which shuttered offices, schools, restaurants, and other establishments. It allowed people to spend more time on the internet for work, learning, and entertainment. Now, we mentioned this in episode 152 because as Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays, pointed out that during COVID land, the high school theater production, they were partially running a test on how much bandwidth they were going to need to operate a completely digital world where people are just locked up at home inside of their prison cells and they're going to work online, they're going to school online, they're talking to their family online, they're watching uh, movies, going into the metaverse, putting on the AR VR goggles, playing video games with their friend or supposed friend all the way across the ocean somewhere. My friend in Thailand, I've never met him, never seen him. What's his name? JJ24 Cottonhead. Oh, okay, great, son. Yeah, have a good time. 
Um, and so that was partially a test to see if this was going to work. And we know already that they made a decision. They had to move to 5G and put up all the 5G replicators, many of which are hidden inside the smart poles and inside the smart lights and everything else going up around this country and around the world because they didn't have enough bandwidth to operate a completely digital metaverse space, which is what they uh, are trying to create. As I told you, these technocrats either don't realize how complex this is, which is not the case. These are very intelligent people. But they definitely don't want you to understand how complex this is. As I've said on many shows in the past, we're in this bridge period, this transition from one operating system to another operating system, from the third industrial operating system to the fourth industrial operating system. And I believe the technocrats are very weak at this point during the transition once they have all this stuff in place if they can actually do it if it could really be done if they could create two billion marbles a day increasing at one percent compounded every day and they could keep up this and they can house that data process the data and put the data to use to control everyone uh, if they can actually pull that off and they get to the point where that infrastructure is built, I think it's going to be very difficult to undo it. Remember, at the same time that they're building out the infrastructure, they're creating more control, more power, uh, more of this prison planet is put into place. Humans are getting dumber and dumber, and they become easier to actually control. So there's two things going on at the same time here. Let's look at this list. It says research conducted in 2016 estimated that 1.7 megabytes is how much data is created every second per person. That was a study done by Northeastern University. 1.7 megabytes of data created every second by every person. That's astronomical. I told you. How is that happening? Well, because they're collecting data on you all the time. Every interaction you have with technology is being tracked and it's being stored and it's being put inside of your digital profile, your digital footprint, your digital jacket. They know what you're doing. Uh, 2.5 quintillion bytes of data were created every day. Every day, uh, quintillion <laughs> bytes, and we can start breaking all these down. Uh, just know it's huge, folks. Uh, that is equivalent to 10 million Blu ray discs, which, when stacked, would be as tall as two Eiffel Towers combined. All right, so every day, 2.5 quintillion bytes of data are created, and as they say, that's 10 million Blu-ray discs stacked would be as tall as two Eiffel Towers combined, right? Two Eiffel Towers tall each day of data. Where are they storing all this? How is it possible? Where is it going? Do they have enough metal? Do they have enough uh, cobalt? Do they have enough lithium? Do they have enough graphene oxide? Can they make all of the hard drives and all of the server towers and the racks and the warehouses needed to store two Eiffel Towers every single day? See, this is where I'm starting to ask myself, is some of this smoke and mirrors? How can this be done? Is it possible? 
Or do they just want you to believe it's possible? I don't know the answer, folks. I'm going to continue to research this and break it down myself. But I start to ask, how is it possible? And a lot of stuff I think we're witnessing now, and I brought this up on the show as well, is we're starting to see cracks in the system, right? Planes crashing, railroad cars derailing, uh, identity theft, money being stolen, cyber hacks. And I do believe a lot of that is allowed to happen. Some of it's probably inside job stuff done intentionally to create this illusion that the third industrial era is collapsing and we have to move us into the fourth industrial technology in order to save ourselves. But at the same time, maybe it's breaking because they don't really have the ability to build this perfect technocracy that they wish they could. Again, they could do it on a small scale, but can they do it worldwide? Can they do it nationwide here in the United States? Can they do it all across Europe? I don't know if it's possible. I mean, how are you creating two Eiffel Towers worth of information every single day? Where are you storing this? Can you build the warehouses fast enough? It goes on to say stored data grows five times faster than the world economy. So the data is growing five times faster than the world economy. Again, where are you putting it? Then remember, you have to be able to sort it. You have to be able to process it. You have to be able to make it make sense. Otherwise, what's the point of storing it? And what's the point of storing 2 billion marbles a day in a warehouse if you're not going to do something with the marbles? If you can't sell it, if you can't use it to build something, why are you storing it? It goes on to say 59 petabytes of data were created and consumed on a daily basis. 59 petabytes created and consumed on a daily basis. goes on to say, as of August 2020, in one internet minute, there were 41,666,667 messages by WhatsApp users. This is the most media usage in 2020. That was in one minute. goes on to say, that is followed by voice or video calls, which amounted to 1,388,889 per internet minute. Per internet minute, voice or video call. All right. Again, this is using bandwidth. It's using energy, using electricity, and then also has to be stored. It says 404,444 users streamed on Netflix every minute. All right. 404,000 folks streamed on Netflix every minute. Uh, Amazon shipped 6,659 packages per minute. This figure contributed to the explosive e-commerce growth in 2020. 6,600 packages per minute. Now remember, it's not just shipping the package. There is the data when you are purchasing that from Amazon. You know, box has to be created. Label has to be created. Your credit card is processed. I mean, all this data that's being created and then stored and then later can be pulled up and tracked it's all stored when you go on your amazon account and you can pull it up and look at what you've spent your bills your invoices when you can see when the shipping is coming that's all data it's all being created it has to be stored goes on to say tracks added to the spotify music library 
were the least, only 28 tracks per minute. Okay, so only 28 tracks per minute were created to Spotify. Um, then it goes on to say email users sent 306.4 billion emails per day in 2020. In contrast, 293.6 billion were exchanged in 2019. All right, so we went from 300 or 293 billion in 2019 to 306 billion in 2020. See, I told you it keeps growing. All right, it's growing, it's compounding. Goes on to say people sent 500 million tweets daily. That was 5,787 tweets per second. 3.5 billion searches were made on Google. 300 hours of video were uploaded on YouTube per minute. 300 hours of video were uploaded on YouTube per minute. 6,000 tweets per second. 3.5 billion searches on Google. Again, all this stuff is stored. When you send a tweet, it's stored. When you upload video to YouTube, it's stored. When you're searching on Google, that search is actually stored. It goes on to say a connected car produced four terabytes of data in one day. A connected car, four terabytes of data, four of these hard drives I'm holding in my hand, for those of you at pain.tv slash gold, four of these per day from a connected car. That data is created and then that data is then stored. Where are they storing it? Where are the Eiffel Towers coming from? Goes on to say 28 this is, uh, I think, petabytes, the data generated from wearable devices. Wearable devices in 2020. So those would be the smartwatches, you know, the iWatches, the Fitbits, et cetera, et cetera. And now we're looking at this chart here. Media usage in one minute on the internet as of August 2020. So the big one was the WhatsApp messages. We showed you that. That was uh, 416 uh, was it 416 million, something like that? Uh, no, so it's a 41,666,000 WhatsApp messages in a minute. And then we had the 1,388,000 voice or video calls. Amount spent by consumers online. Um, I mean, this is a million. Reddit engagement, 479,000. Streamed by Netflix users, 404,000 hours. I mean, this goes on and on and on and on. Look at Facebook photos uploaded, 147,000 per minute. I mean, are you starting to understand how massive this data collection, data storage, and data processing has to be to achieve this full-blown technocracy that these folks are trying to create? And the more they connect up, the more Internet of Things, the more Internet of Bodies, the more Internet of Senses, the more smart city, 15-minute city, smart villages, technology that's being created, the more data sensors that are being added to the system, that's more data they're collecting, more data they have to process, and more data that has to be stored. It has to be stored. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when we get back, let's go through the rest of these figures. I know this is mind-blowing. It blows my mind just trying to think about it, ladies and gentlemen. It's like looking up into the stars and asking, how far does the galaxy go? I have no idea, but I need to take a short break. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. 
You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, let's look at this. We're still at financesonline.com. This is notable social media figures. Says the following are events that contributed to the growth of data in 2020. Says over six million posts were made in one day to commemorate Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> six million posts to commemorate her. Says George Floyd's death had people talking, tripling mentions of Black Lives Matter. The movement earned 7.5 million mentions on the platform every day, three weeks after. Right, this is from Facebook. When Camilla Harris was voted as United States Vice President, the announcement drew over 10 million posts per day in August. That's from Facebook. Uh, this is Facebook created four petabytes of data in one day. Users posted 350 million photos in a day on Facebook. 47 million stories with the support small business sticker were created on Instagram in the last quarter of 2020. That's 47 million stories. Instagram users uploaded 95 million photos per day over the year. The average user stayed on the Instagram app for 15 minutes. Within those 15 minutes, they comment, like, search, and scroll, adding more to the data produced. Two professionals signed up on LinkedIn every second in 2020. Do you understand? Are you starting to see how gigantic this is? Remember, two Eiffel Towers, a Blu-ray disc, created every day back in 2020. Let's look at this data growth in 2021. All right, I'm not going to go too deep. I think you're going to get the point here. It says, how much data is created every day in 2021? As of April 2021, the number of people on the internet has grown by 7.6%. This means 60% of the world's population is now online. This is back in 2021. It also reflects how much data is created each day. At the end of the year, there would be 74 zettabytes of data. Now, Think about this. All right. What have we been seeing? Whether we're talking about central bank digital currency, whether we're talking about smart cities, smart villages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, is we need to be more inclusive, right? We need to get more people access to the internet and get them into what we'll just call the metaverse, really. Okay, CBDC, inclusive. Everyone in the world has to be on it. The smart cities, the smart villages have to reach every person, even the last guy in the mountains. Everyone has to be connected up to this digital system. 
Everyone has to be on the cloud. What was the Obama phones all about? Which, by the way, was an extension of the Reagan era landline phones. But Obama phones, getting everyone in the United States to have a smartphone in their pocket. Why are they building smart poles all over the place? Partially to create 5G replicators so they could bring cell service and Wi-Fi to everyone everywhere, even in the rural areas. If these folks... The technocrats, the industrialists, the same people that are supposedly complaining about so-called climate change, they would actually be telling people we need to get people off the internet. We need to stop providing Wi-Fi, stop providing cell service, stop building data centers, stop using all the electricity needed to build the technocracy. Would they not? Would they not? Right? As they're producing co2 all the time with all this technology if they really wanted to help the planet wouldn't they be calling to end the internet wouldn't they say you know what in the last 28 years going back to 95 when we started to put internet in the homes through aol dial-up that was a bad idea we've created a lot of pollution a lot of climate change. We're destroying the earth. No, instead, they're telling you they have to grow it. They want 100% of the people connected up to the system. Why? Because that's how they're going to control everyone. If everything you're doing in the physical world also relies on you interacting with the digital world, like you walk up to a vendor at the farmer's market, where you would buy a carrot from them, but now you have to pull out your phone and use your central bank digital currency wallet or your Apple Pay, your Google Pay, or your Chase uh, bank app, or you pull out your credit card and the vendor has to use the square reader to read your card to process the transaction. Your physical interaction relies on the digital interaction. Therefore, everyone has to be connected into this system. You already have a digital twin. They just told you, you're creating what? 1.5 megabytes of data every minute that you're walking around or every second? Let's look. That's important. I think it was uh, 1.7 megabytes of data every second you are creating for this system. So let's look at 2021 numbers. It says 74 zettabytes, the total data in the world by the end of 2021 according to expert predictions. There would be a 3% growth of email users in 2021. One study shows that 1.145 trillion megabytes of data is created every day. There could be 2 trillion searches on Google by the end of 2021. There would be 6 billion searches in 365 days. Uh, I'm sorry, that would be three, uh, that would be six billion searches in 365 days. It says three million and change emails are sent every second, of which 67% are spam. There are 990,000 Tinder swipes per minute. Tinder swipes, folks. Almost one million Tinder swipes per minute. All that is data. It's stored. It's collected. If you have a Tinder account, okay, that is connected to your digital footprint. Every swipe you make is tracked and added to your file. Nothing goes to waste in the world of data. You've all know Harari. 
Those who control the data are the gods of the new era. Well, that is true. Goes on to say, users send 31 million messages every minute each day on Facebook. Facebook users view around 2.7 million videos per minute every day. 2.7 million videos per minute every day. A Cisco study predicted that at the end of 2021, 82% of internet traffic will be video. Every year, more than 2.5 billion blog posts go up, according to the recent business blogging statistics. Each month, users publish 70 million blog posts and post 77 million new comments on WordPress which controls a lot of websites. A lot of websites are built on the WordPress content management system. But, I mean, do you see how big these numbers are? Where are they storing it? Where is all this being stored? Don't worry, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. But I still, for some reason, I, I just, I'm not buying a lot of this. It, it, it's not adding up, to me anyway. We'd have to get an expert on that could explain how they are actually storing all of this goes on to say, as more and more people use the internet, cybersecurity threats also continue to grow. To date, 230,000 new malware samples are created every day. Global IP data at the end of 2021 will be 278,108 petabytes per month. All right? I mean, this is insanity, folks. It's insanity. You know, and, and, and I was talking to someone friend of the show about this uh and they had mentioned to me uh i think on episode 151 i had said something about employees working for certain cities or towns um who i I said they might not know the whole story i mean this person said to me oh i think they know what they're doing when they're helping put up smart poles or this and that i'm not saying they don't know what that is doing but they may only know about the piece of technology that they're supposed to know about like say a license plate reader or facial scan technology i think a lot of this technocracy works like the cia it's compartmentalized so if you're a verizon guy or a comcast guy and you go out there and your job is to install a smart pole you know, and you install it, and then the next guy comes over, and he comes and plugs the cables in to the camera, and the other guy comes, and then he plugs this in. I mean, you might know what your little piece is doing, but I don't think you understand the big picture of the technological prison planet system that's being built. I think you're told, hey, don't worry, that license plate reader is to catch criminals. As a friend of the show, Judy, was telling us that they had talked to, I think a city employee where they lived, who said, hey, you know, it's, you know, it's for the police to catch criminals. Sorry, you're just going to have to deal with it. I mean, that's what they're told to say. I, they obviously don't understand this whole big picture. I don't even understand the whole big picture, and I spend all day doing the research on this. You folks listen to me, and we don't understand the whole picture. You obviously listen to me, listen to Mike Moore, listen to Marie Albanese, listen to Wide Awake Jim when he's on, listen to Legal Man, because you're trying to understand what's going on. I do the show because I'm trying to understand exactly what's going on. We don't get the big picture, so I don't think someone with a 63 IQ working in a city office somewhere understands what they're helping create. All right, when we get back, we're going to look at the data statistics for the future. Uh, This is important because I really want you to understand how much data 
that they're admitting to that they're actually creating because then we're going to start to look at cloud storage and who's storing all this where the data centers are i'm going to explain to you what these data centers look like we're going to watch a couple of videos on data centers uh, because when we talk about chat gpt or we talk about google search or we talk about google's uh, chat competitor you have to understand the data that those chats are pulling from to come up with the answers are all this data that is actually being collected they're not just pulling from websites that are coming up in google searches they're pulling from all this data that's being collected and stored on me and you and everyone else um so where is all this data coming from that they're tapping into, that they're processing, that they're analyzing? This is where it comes from, and we're going to talk about where it's actually stored. And then we're going to get into how it's actually processed. And then we're going to start to have a discussion. Honestly, folks, can they do this? Do you believe it? Or is some of this smoke and mirrors? I'll be right back. This is Dust Gold with the Dust Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 